morning, everybody, and good. happy Wednesday. Good morning, my neighbors. I'm back. Kevin's back from Arizona. Back in the New York groove. Back in the New York groove, I I, indeed. I think I did that in the last show, too. I think so. But, uh... Yeah, we got guys. We got an awesome show for you today. Uh, Mitch McConnell sucks again. Uh, Stanford lets you know the words you can't say. And right off the bat, I just want to say Truth Social got uh, direct messaging. Yes. So uh, don't worry. I'm sure. I'm sure that'll go swimmingly. Yeah. Yeah. Truth Social's got DMs now, so yeah. you can slide on anybody. You can slide you want, on anybody. Uh, on Truth Social, but uh, how was Turning Point? It was fantastic. Honestly, it was a. Uh, it was really cool. I did an interview with a with a and the CCP network, and uh, they they were really really cool people. The woman who interviewed me actually survived the Tiananmen Square massacre. Nice. And uh, so she was. I, I'm gonna. I have her contact. I'm gonna. We're gonna get her on the show at some point. That'd be cool. Because the story she told was unbelievable. I mean, look, you think, you think you protest in America and you're brave. Oh, yeah. Protest over there. You're That's allowed, brave, you're okay? You're allowed to protest over there. I mean, we've protested and felt good about ourselves, but then I talked to this woman and I was like, oh, I'm. Oh, I'm nothing. What is this? Guy? I'm not even like a thing. Yeah. So it was, it was good, you know. Got to uh, to hang out with some cool people. And, uh, Major winter I met weather. Tim, I met Tim Poole. That was pretty cool. Nice. Who's like really skinny. Yeah. Like like really skinny. Major winter weather uh, coming across the United States now. There's like a huge winter weather storm that's supposed to be. It already hit the West Coast. Now it's coming across, hitting the Midwest. Uh, it's going to hit the uh, interior northeast this weekend. We're going to get, or this week, Thursday, Friday, we're going to get nothing but rain here. So we will have a wet Christmas, but some will have a white Christmas, which is nice. So ours will just be wet? Yeah, it's just going to be wet. Oh, great. I have to drive to purchase. And an icy Christmas, though. It'll be a little bit of a flash freeze uh, after we see uh, the storm come through. Cause yeah. It's going to rain, then the cold is going to be on the backside of it. It's going to lock everything down, ice cold. So that's interesting. Now, uh, Stanford University has the list of things you can't say. We yeah. have uh, the new spending bill. And Mitch McConnell, you know, cocaine Mitch, coming out and... Uh, he says that America's top priority uh, isn't to, you know, help our veterans or secure our border or, you know, uh, kind of answer election questions or, you know, get the spending under control. It's actually to help Ukraine beat Russia, Russia, Russia. I'm so over it. That's uh, that's the, And that this new spending bill includes uh, money allocated to build a Ukrainian independence park in D.C., um, I, we're just infatuated with Ukraine, and I know everybody's going to say it's because it's the money laundering, it's 10% for the big guy, and like, why don't we just stop justifying it and get upset with it? I know why they're doing it. We all know why they're doing it, but we want it to stop. It's just the period and the story. Stop. Now, you remember yesterday's show I said, ended with, and it's a short clip's doing very well, about the Taliban, the $1.1 billion that Joe Biden and the administration looted from 9-11 victim family funds. They took the money from 9-11 victim family funds and then gave it to people who caused 9-11 for humanitarian aid. Now we find out that in this $1.7 trillion uh, omnibus spending bill, uh, where $47 billion will be allocated to go to help Ukraine, that $3.6 billion couldn't be allocated to help those uh, in the World Trade Center healthcare funding program. So the more and more we watch this government work, the more and more we watch them turn their back on the American people. 
You know, they prioritized making changes to the Electoral Count Act. They prioritized Ukraine. They prioritized diversity, equity, and inclusion programs. They prioritized more gender studies in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. But when it comes for people, when it comes to people who were impacted by the one of the greatest tragedies of our generation, September 11, 2001, who are still feeling the impacts of that day today, mm-hmm. who are still feeling the medical impacts of of having to work down there and in, in, on at Ground Zero for days on end. Asking for nothing and giving everything, they don't get the money. But some d-bag in Ukraine, Zelensky, mm-hmm. who's addressing Congress today, he gets the money over our 9/11 heroes. Well, That's disgraceful. How much money went towards the border of other countries? Yeah, four hundred ten million dollars. Four hundred and ten million dollars went to the borders of Oman and uh, Morocco and other Middle Eastern countries. It is. It is earth shattering, you know. If you guys want to go, Dan Bishop's Twitter, he's uh, he's releasing everything that's in this spending bill, and it's some of it's absurd. Uh, apparently, they're getting a new hiking trail in Georgia named after Michelle Obama. Yeah. Why Michelle Obama didn't do anything? Yeah. All she did was marry a guy who would eventually become president. Congratulations. Like I don't know why. What you? Taught kids how to plant carrots in the rose garden. Like, all right, not hard. Yeah, not hard at all. It's it's crazy. Now, um, big, big uh, revolt here happening in the chat about taxes. You know, taxes go to fund all of this stuff. Look, I mean, unfortunately, by letter of the law, we have to pay them. Mm-hmm. However, if we were to organize large scale a way to legally, essentially boycott taxes, which is not to say to stop paying them, but to claim every single available exemption on your taxes and not pay. You see, there's there's two there's two ways of thinking that people do. They all oh, well, I'm gonna pay all my taxes up front this way I get some back on my tax return and it's like getting uh it's like getting a Christmas present, right? But in the meantime it's actually if you think about inflation and the devaluation of the dollar, you're getting a worse deal because you're getting your money back when it's worth less. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a tiny little bit less, it's worth less six months from now than it will be now, right? Getting the money now and then paying it back to the government instead when it's worth less. Now, if I firmly believe if everybody in the United States decided what they were going to do is claim all possible exemptions on their mm-hmm. upfront taxes. So therefore, the least possible number, the lowest possible number of income is withheld from you on your paycheck. The government will run out of money. They will not be able to fund this crap. And mm-hmm. it's legal. It's not saying you're not going to pay. When you file your taxes, then you pay. Well, somebody said a while ago that there would be a way that there, that how could there be a tax revolt in, the, in this country today? And the way to do it would be to claim every possible exemption and deduction, claim ten on your uh, yeah on your on your taxes, and then if there were somebody out there with a large enough platform, somebody we all agree with, it's just I right, just don't send the check in. You know, that's a hypothetical, right? But that would be a way to withhold taxes from the government. Of course, the problem now is they don't actually, you know, they would just add another zero onto the- Yeah, what they would do is just print more money. It would just be more quantitative easing, so- But, you know, what I'm saying here is is your taxes are going to these, how do you get it back? You know, how do you you get this spending under control? It's like, you know, Republicans used to say, well, we're going to get it under, now we're just blowing through debt ceilings, we're just ignoring uh, everything that these voters and whatnot wanted us to, you know, wanted them to to do to get spent. Look, the more more money you spend that you don't have, the more debt you accumulate. It's just, Mm -hmm. that's just, 
I mean, like, think about how your credit card works. If you don't have the money, you put it on your credit card. If you continue to not have money and you continue to swipe that credit card, that just increases your debt. And the United States of America right now is just swiping the credit card. There's, we're spending money. We're sending money to Ukraine that we don't even have to spend on ourselves. Picture a family, you know, essentially you, you want... You want to donate to the American Red Cross. You want to donate to the Wounded Warrior Project. You want to donate to Tunnel the Towers. They're great foundations, and I get it, and it's a good thing to do. But if you don't have the money to give, you can't give any money. Not that you shouldn't give any money. You physically cannot give any money because you don't have any money to give. And we know Republicans, just based on polling data, give far more in charity than Democrats do. See, Democrats want other people to give charity. They're real big on that. They want to raise other people's taxes so that they can have all their spending programs where Republicans feel that if they want to donate to a certain cause. Look, I say it all the time about Planned Parenthood. Democrats, if you feel so strongly about Planned Parenthood, you fund it. Yep. Not us. That's right. There is not. Look, we could talk about abortion. But I'm one of the most pro-life people you're, you're ever going to meet. But. If Planned Parenthood wants to be funded, then do it through fundraising like a regular nonprofit. Don't do it through government subsidies. All right. There's no reason why my tax dollars should go to killing babies. No. But if, if, you, if you feel that strongly about it, if, if you are, you're a fat, angry lesbian from Brooklyn and you feel that strongly that you need Planned Parenthood, then you fund it. That's right. You've, if you believe so much in the right to choose then you choose to donate money rather than the government doing it themselves. We can go through all the... We're going to go through the Festivus report when Rand Paul puts it out of the waste, the wasteful spending that goes on in the government. And it, you, 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 you might, if you've never read a Festivus report before, your mind is going to be blown. Rand Paul's waste report is one of the, the funniest uh, releases leading into the holiday season. Um, and he always talks about... First of all, he gets like really grumpy and does this whole thing on Twitter and it's really funny. But he, uh, he, he, he does the airing of grievances. Everything that we've spent money on that looks so inconsequential. I mean, a couple of years ago, he, re he, re he released uh, 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 the waste report and included in that was um, uh, that we spent, uh, I don't know what type, how much money. It was either $400,000 $400, or $4 million, whatever it was, it was money we didn't have to spend on this program. Mm -hmm. uh, studying the effects of male pattern boldness in space. <laughs> I mean, how many people are going to space? How many people are going and, to and space? And moreover, how many people are not going to go to space because they're afraid their hair's going to fall out? Thirdly, how many people are going to space and becoming bald while there? You know. Like, you're not in space that... If you went to space it's, I cannot, with a full I head of hair... I cannot believe this. If you went to space with a full head of hair and came back bald... <laughs> what? Yeah. You're only there for a week, two weeks. It's, Unless you're in the space station, but that you know, okay, there's like twelve people. Yeah, I'll, we'll get into the waste report a little bit later. I've got I've got a few from last year that we can kind of jump into just to give you a uh, uh, give you the uh, uh, the general idea of what he does. Um, but before we do that, here's here's this article at Townhall.com. What did Mitch McConnell just say? Was America's number one priority? Well, you know, I'm asking this question. It's a rhetorical question because you can see the title of the show. McConnell says number one priority is helping Ukraine defeat Russia, Russia, Russia. And Russia. yes, the title says Russia, Russia, Russia. Because it's funny to say Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. Vladimir, you're not going to do that. Um, but is that really our number one priority? Should that Look, could you say that it is a priority? I'll still disagree with you. But I'll be like, all right, you feel like it's a priority. Maybe you have a reason to do so. You maybe have family over there. You may know something that I don't know yet. You could say that it's a priority to spend money to help Ukraine fight Russia. Fine. 
In no way, shape, or form. In no way, shape, or form should America's top priority be anything outside of our own borders. In any year. I don't care if we're fighting a war. I don't care. What happens on our home soil here matters more than anything else, period, end of story, and there is no discussion on it. Even if we're running a surplus. Yeah. If we've got extra money. All right, good. Give that extra money to our people. Yeah. You know, invest back into our country. I, I, I can't imagine, like, being the charity of the entire world. It's, it is, it is unbelievable why we spend more, we have spent more money on Ukraine than the entire European Union plus England combined. Yep. Combined. Combined. Meanwhile, it's, it's like those countries, England, France, Germany, you know, that are right around Poland, all the, like... Those those countries can justify to their people, hey, we're going to intervene here because it's happening like down the block from yes. us, right? There's this big, huge, it's a big body of water, I call it the Atlantic Ocean, that separates us yeah. from everything that's happening over there. That would be the equivalent of Poland paying for our border wall in Mexico. Yeah, would, would they ever do would something the, like Would they that? ever do that? Not a chance. Well, no, because the Polish can't do anything. They they just get invaded every 30 years and then complain. Yeah, that's just true. I've got the Festivus report from 2021 so that you know exactly what to expect um, on this Friday. What does 52598515585 dollars mean to you? So that's what they found last year in the waste report. Rand Paul found it. Uh, the average taxpayer pays about fifteen thousand three hundred thirty-two dollars uh, of that number. So uh, that is roughly the roughly the popula- The uh, Uncle Sam wasted the taxes of three million four hundred thirty thousand six hundred thirty-six people. Roughly the population of Los Angeles, California, Chicago, Illinois, or fifty point seven four times the size of Senator Paul's hometown of Bowling Green, Kentucky. So wait until you see some of these. These expenses here. $773 million spent on foreign countries' use of our aircraft for free for four years. Uh, U.S. bought Afghanistan planes that were later thrown away. $549 million. Uh, U.S. constructed buildings in Afghanistan left sitting unused. $2.4 billion. Uh, Ineligible and duplicate PPP loans. $4.2 billion. Improper CARES Act unemployment insurance payments, thirty-six billion. I mean, this is unbelievable. But then you get, then you get some of the like the 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 wild uh, the wild studies here, like teaching French people about U.S. culture. <coughs> now we only spent two hundred thousand dollars on that. It's a drop in the bucket when you think about everything else that we're spending on. But now the question is, why even spend it if you're only going to spend that little amount of money? Or couldn't you put that? towards something domestically instead of teaching French people about us when they can do this thing called Google and learn all about us. Like, imagine if the National Institute of Health wanted to spend $465,000 to teach pigeons... How to play slot machines. How to play slot machines. Yeah. And guess what organization found that did that? The NIH. Yeah. Oh, oh, interesting. Anthony, I can't wait to see that. Well, this year's waste report is going to be absurd. We have spent... The, we, last year, we spent $11,300,000 telling people not to burn their garbage. $28,000 to subsidize Lyft drivers in D.C. Why? Why? Uh, fattening eels for human consumption. 
came at a cost of $337,000. Getting high schoolers excited about being airplane pilots. Well, they're not excited anymore because they all have to be vaccinated. $5 million. Kids crave junk food and gain weight if they're exposed to it. A study. 350 we didn't need that. Two point two and a half million dollars developing a film about dinosaurs to inspire middle schoolers. Two and a half million dollars. Here's one that we talk about all the time. We call it tree equity. Planting trees in New York City. Four hundred million dollars. You know, there's plenty of trees in New York City. Matter of fact, there's one giant park in New York City. It's right in the middle. Here's a good one. One would call that a, a central park. Four point five million dollars. Grinding up ferrets to develop COVID and flu vaccines. Yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. That's weird. Uh, by the way, if you thought last year's waste on border walls in the Middle East and North Africa was bad, this year's four hundred ten million. Mm. Last year we spent two hundred fifty million, so it's going up. We're mm. giving them more money. Oh, they're gonna. They're really gonna get those. Uh, uh, it's just. Uh, well, we spent one hundred twenty-eight, one hundred eighty-two thousand dollars translating books into the Georginian language. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure Georginian or Georgian. Isn't that just Russian? It's like Stalin was from Georgia. Sort of Russian. $2.5 million developing a film about dinosaurs to inspire middle schoolers. All right, it's called The Land Before Time. $150,000 to send Korean kids to New York City. That's good. So we're paying for their vacation. So there you have uh, some of those items, and we're going to have another. Uh, Festivus report coming out on Friday. But right now we talk about the number one priority of what our country is. And you have Mitch McConnell. Roll, 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 roll your boat gently down the stream. We're going to handle this on the floor of the Senate and shut the government down. <laughs> according shut it down. to Shut a, it down. According to Leader McConnell, who said he was speaking for most Republicans, wasn't speaking for me, that's for sure. Mm. He says, quote, the number one priority for the United States is not a, and not any of the pressing domestic issues plaguing Americans as a result of President Joe Biden and his administration. No, McConnell said that, quote, providing assistance for Ukrainians to defeat the Russians is the number one priority for the United States right now. And by the way, folks, if you don't believe me here, why don't you just check this out? I'm going to put this up here for you. And this way you can see for yourself that this this clown, uh, what he said. Making sure the Defense Department can deal with the major threats coming from Russia and China. Providing assistance for the Ukrainians to defeat the Russians. That's the number one priority for the United States right now, according to most Republicans. That's sort of how we see the challenges confronting uh, the country at the moment. I don't understand, uh, honestly, where he, how he feels so comfortable to say such things like that. Mm -hmm. And I also don't understand how he wins elections. No. He is one of the, he is easily one of the most uninspiring, like dry, boring, typical DC robotic politicians that I have ever seen. And now he's, look, he did a good job with judges. He got them all in. He did a great job kind of you know, filling all yeah. those judicial vacancies. He did a good job. He's, look, he's a longtime member of the Federalist Society. He and, sucks and, at everything and else. And their, their belief, as I, as I said before, is that if you get the if you get judges in, that is the top priority because ju- good conservative judges will stop liberal laws. Now, my argument would be get liberals out to stop liberal laws. 
That works too. Get conservatives in to pass good laws. And by the way, still put the good judges on. Yeah, you can. Like you don't have to stop. You can do you, both. You don't have to stop focusing on uh, you know confirming justices to federal courts because you don't want to send money to Ukraine. Like one has nothing to do with the other. Mm -hmm. The fact, though, that we all know through the Hunter Biden laptop, we all know this is a laundromat. We're That's sending it. money to Ukraine, 10% for the big guy. We all understand this. And yet we just, he's speaking for most Republicans. The next time that this guy is up, he's got to go. He's got to be he primaried. He has to be primaried and he has to be beaten. You can't, you can't have this. There's just, there's just, how is he going to speak for most Republicans and say something like that when most Republicans, and I'm not talking about the, the, the political, you know, congressional class. I'm talking about the voters don't want to see money go overseas to Ukraine. They yeah. don't. I want to know if McConnell's talking about elected Republicans or the base. Because he's certainly not talking about the base. He's certainly not talking about the base. So if he's talking about elected Republicans, I want to know which ones. Yeah. We've already gotten the word that the omnibus package will be voted no by our phenomenal congressman, Lee Zeldin. Yep. Yeah, he said he definitely would be he's doing that. He's definitely voting it down. doing that. So I think they're going to they're gonna need five Democrats in the House. Yeah. Well, or, or, or Manchin or Cinema. Yeah, well, well, we got to see. Hopefully, I mean, I don't think either of them are going to do anything. Mm -hmm. I think they're just going to go right along with it. Uh, and this is since this is a spending package, you don't need the sixty votes. No, right? You just need a, a simple majority. Straight fifty. Straight so. fifty, right? Because Kamala Harris comes in and will. Uh, Kamala Harris comes in and breaks the tie. Shut I, this I, government I, down. I think they need four. Shut the government down. I want to say they need because the one one congressman is dead. Where's Jackie? Oh no, I meant the. Uh, yeah, oh. no, I'm sorry, I messed that up. Yes, they need five with. Without Jackie. Okay. I was talking about the congressman from California who was elected. Who was dead. Is not alive, yes. Who is dead. Why are you dead? <laughs> you <laughs> because, are dead. Because you are 90. You are dead. Uh, not securing the securing the U.S.-Mexico border. Thank you, Mateo. Thank you, Mateo, very much. Not securing the U.S.-Mexico border to stem the flow of illegal immigration into the United States or prevent deadly fentanyl and dangerous traffickers from exploiting the open border. That's not top priority. Not any of the tax and spend policies from Democrats that have driven inflation to 40-year highs. That's not the top priority. Not restarting America's energy resource industry to make the United States independent from the whims of foreign leaders, including Russia and their wars. That's not America's top priority. Not rebuking the woke social justice reform movement and the district attorneys who have set violent criminals, uh, violent criminals loose on America's streets. That's not the top priority. Or ending any sort of funding that's going to gender-affirming care clinics, which is, which is really just uh, child butchery. That's not the top priority. No, our top priority, according to Mitch McConnell, listen very closely to what I am saying so you understand it, right? Our top priority, your Senate minority leader, is saying that the top priority of the Republican Party, and I'm, I'm assuming he's talking about the people in D.C., mm -hmm. the electeds, is to send money to Ukraine to help them fight a war against Russia. This cannot be... If that is the top priority of the United States of America, then we are the United States of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. if, have, we learned, <clears throat> have we learned nothing from Vietnam? Nothing. Have we learned nothing from Korea? That when you start funding these sorts of projects, when you start to fund wars without actually putting boots on the ground, there's only a matter of time until you actually have American soldiers on the ground in Ukraine. We're sending them Patriot missiles. Well, we're the only ones who know how to use those. Yeah. So how, how do you use them? By putting Americans on the ground. Remember in Vietnam, what did they call them? Uh, uh, military advisors. Yeah. They call them military advisors. Next thing you know, two million people later, 
We're all over the country in a war that literally no one had the balls to get out of. Right. Same thing with Afghanistan. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? We, we, we were just going to go in there, and we were going to clean up a little bit. Remember, a, 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 a year in, George Bush, mission accomplished. No. No. No, no. No. Because it turns out, when you go into these sorts of countries and depose leaders, you get worse outcomes. Right. Especially in a country that's all tribal and stuff like that. All They're tribal. to go to war with each mm-hmm. other. I mean, look. when they, the most radical guy's going to win. When they took out Muammar Gaddafi awful per- in, in, in Libya. Awful person. Hope he go. Uh, we ha- happy he's dead. Happy he's. I'm glad. I'm glad you're dead. Libya. You ever see, you ever see the original Batman? Yeah. With uh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> now Libya's a failed state, and you can watch slave auctions on YouTube. Yep. Although we we can't do a hot wing contest. No. But, but you can put slave auctions. But you can on watch YouTube. slave auctions right. on YouTube. That's right. what happens. You get rid of Saddam Hussein, you get ISIS. Because it turns out, for all of his atrocities, he kept the even crazier people in check. Yeah. That's the one shining, uh, but, the one shining silver lining of uh, Saddam but, Hussein. But yeah, but no, they, obviously no one's no one's promoting the, those no. sorts of people. But no. when you depose dictators, like, do you know who comes after Kim Kim Jong Un? Maybe it's, that guy's the daughter. Yeah, but maybe she's just as maybe she's she, worse. She's worse. She's worse. It, you know, we don't know that. I mean, do you? Ever, they assume the best. They assume that there's going to be. Oh well, if we just get rid of this person, the next in line will be a reformer. No, the next person in line will be sitting there. You know, licking their chops to get the power, right? So that they can exercise it. Yeah, it's, it's all bent up power, right? It's uh, it's it's that pot that's about to boil over. You know, it's, yeah. it's like you know that's what happened in in Cuba. Yep, that's exactly what happened in Cuba. You know, uh, according to Gallup survey results, by the way, because you know uh, Mitch McConnell wants to say that it's most Republicans. That Kong, thank you so much. Thank you very much, Kong. As always, one of speaking of speaking Kong, of speaking of Kong, and I know he was listening yesterday. 9-11 first responder. 9-11 first responder now having money taken from any World Trade Center healthcare fund uh, that the government was supposed to be funding and helping uh, people like Kong, and I don't mean to use you as an example, but I'm saying I'm sure there are folks that Kong knows. Uh, who have suffered adverse mm-hmm. effects. Kong may have suffered adverse effects as well. I don't know, and he doesn't have to say anything about it one way or the other. Uh, but what I can say is now, again, $47 billion going to Ukraine. They couldn't find a place for $3.6 billion to fund the World Trade Center health care fund uh, that, that would go out there and help mm-hmm. uh, these people who are still suffering from what they did in the aftermath of that day. People who asked for nothing but, but gave everything. Gave everything you and know? are still giving and everything. And are still giving everything. And now they're getting nothing again. It's on, but it, Ukraine's getting everything. But Ukraine's getting yeah, You know what, though? John Stewart's got a show. I, 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 I thanked John Stewart before. But now, now, now I'm going to go after him. John Stewart, you didn't have a show when you were going on, the, when you're doing your, your, your uh, Zadruna Bill rant. You going to talk about it today? Better. You going to talk about it on your, on, your, on your new non-hit show? He better. He better. You know what? You have principles. You want to do the, the crying tears. And he did a good job with that. You he did a great out, job. You want to stand for that? And, I, and I, I applaud him for standing for that. He better continue to stand for that. Just because some of these people might be his friends... Right, doesn't mean he can't criticize mm-hmm. them for doing something that's stupid. And I, like, we have no problem criticizing friends. So no. you know what, John Stewart, you better do you it. Wanna, you want to be the the the, the life changing guy of that? Be yep. the face of that. You better you better not wilt when it gets tough like this. When mm. when you have to get out there and talk. Because about we know it. every one of your cronies won't. Right. We know John Oliver won't. We know Colbert won't. We right. know Samantha Bull. Samantha B won't because she doesn't have a show anymore. Ha, right. Ha, ha 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 ha. The only one that might is Rob Riggle. Yeah. He's yeah. the only. He's the only he's one that. Based, he's the only one that come off the Daily Show that is like. One of us. He's like based AF. Very based. Yeah. Now, again, 
You, we, we said, who is McConnell talking about when he speaks about the majority of Republicans? We have a Gallup survey published last week. It says, quote, after Russia invade, Russia invaded Ukraine in late February, Americans mentioned of Russia as the top U.S. problem jumped from 2% to 9% in March. Although the war continues, mentions of it as the most important problem dropped to 5% in April. And it has not been named by more than 1% of Americans in the latter half of 2022. So, no. Aiding Ukraine is not the number one priority for the United States. The latest survey found that exactly 0% of Republicans listed Russia's invasion of Ukraine as their top concern. Instead, Republicans nationwide identified their top concerns as government, inflation, and immigration. So then how can Mitch McConnell, he must be talking about the electeds, which we know he was talking about. Mm. How can he say that most Republicans feel that spending this type of money to aid Ukraine is the number one priority? How can he say that? If he's if he's hearing that from his other colleagues in the Senate, then those colleagues in the Senate are out of touch with their constituents. Because I, I got news for you. If 0% of Republicans listed Russia's invasion of Ukraine as their top concern, then in none of these districts are you going to see anybody in a majority sense say, that's my top priority. Mm-hmm. And you better vote to send more money to Ukraine, you Republican senator, you Rubio or somebody else that, 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 that's, that said, oh yeah, yeah, Mitch, I definitely want to help Ukraine. So which senators are saying it? Most Republicans mean that 26 out of the 50 senators must feel that way. Yep. Right? Um, who are they? Who are I want to know who they are. And I want them to be on record as saying, yes, I agree with this. That's my top priority so that the people who voted them in next time can vote them out. Exactly. That is disgusting. There is a, never a time At no point in this country's country. history should our taxpayer dollars be spent somewhere else. Mm-hmm. They, you spend it here. $1.1 billion going to Pakistan, to Afghanistan to provide humanitarian aid to the Taliban and the Haqqani network. Probably some of the most inhumane... What do they know about being humanitarian? And Oh, they're the new Taliban. Really? That's why they just barred women from going to college? The new that's Taliban. Why. The oh, new Taliban. Yeah. Okay. The, yeah, it's going to go about as well it's as new Coke. Well. Yeah. Great. It's, it, it, it is a mind-blowing... Uh, where was the... We spent more money in Pakistan, once again, on gender studies. Gender studies oh, in wow. Pakistan. Oh, wow. Kong actually says, uh, if you click his Rumble rant, you'll see what he wrote. Thank you, Kevin and Sean, for being our voice. I'm one of the first responders who got sick and used the Zadrogabil treatment. So there he is, right in our own right, audience. Right in our own audience. And guys, I said it Someone on, being affected I said by it on, BS. On the earlier show, uh, Ray Pfeiffer, the, the father of a friend of mine. I never got to meet him. Uh, I, I met I met his son, who is on the FDNY right now. Yeah. Uh, after his father had passed, he was one of the, one of the main uh, drivers of this. Yeah, he died shortly after the bill was passed. But, you know, so it, it hits home. It hits home. And, Kong, I want to thank you. You know, you, you know you're know, you braver than I'll ever dream of being. When, we so. did, when I did the on Friday. But, Kong, you've got some good news. Yeah. He's in Port St. Lucie. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so Carlos Correa. So you'll Correa. get to go watch Carlos Correa, baby. That's right. uh, on Friday when uh, I figured out how to get the calls to work, Kong called in. And, uh, you know, we expressed how much we appreciate everything he gave to our city. And uh, and it's a shame to watch the country turn its back on someone like this. Mm-hmm. Obviously a very, and you could tell because of the work Kong did uh, for 9-11 that he's a generous guy. Every mm-hmm. day he's in the chat doing doing something awesome for the channel. Uh, the generosity just never stops. And that's just the type of person he is. And that's the type of person that the United States of America and Mitch McConnell uh, is turning their back on. They should be ashamed of themselves. Mm-hmm. I've never met you. I could tell already that you're... 
you're one of the top, top, top tier people. Yeah. Uh, you know that that's not just in the LFA family, but in the United States as well. So. Um, just a shame. Just a shame. Now, on the other side of this sponsor, we're going to get to Stanford. Stanford. Because this is going to be fun. Yeah. And we're going to, instead of being depressed and upset that we're wasting money and talking about things that are doom and gloom, we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to have a little bit of fun. On at, our at, earlier show, we had a lot of fun about a story a little... out of France. We're not going to talk about that here. But we'll do Stanford. Yes, we'll do Stanford. Because <sighs> apparently in France, somebody stuck a World War II bomb up their butt. Yeah. And got a C-section. A, a World War II bomb. A World War One. I'm sorry. World War One. World War One. Talk about he, trench warfare. He, he put an antique mortar in his in his rectum, yeah. and then had to have a C-section to have it removed. And the hospital that he went to, <laughs> the <laughs> hospital that he went to, had to call the bomb squad because they thought it might go off. If you don't get, if we don't get to it today, guys, just just go to the New York Post. Or just type in bomb. Yeah. And well, it, I, yeah, I found I, I scrolled on it on Twitter, <laughs> and all I had to do on Twitter is write. This is why I don't look at my Twitter search history. I wrote bomb rectum. I, I, I found, tell you what, if we the get first post that I found I was about what, Paul Pelosi. If, if we get five hundred rumbles, I'll read the story oh, real quick at the end. Gosh, it's unbelievable. There's a challenge for you. It's unbelievable. All right, but first the mini saw by Tackright. The Tackright mini saw. This thing is awesome. We obviously know uh, that uh, producer Frankie likes it. The last time we showed you this product, look at that fits in the palm of your hand. Last time we showed this product. Uh, to our audience, it sold out in under 24 hours, and it was out for three months. Now it's back in stock and ready for holiday shipments. Now, you may be asking, why would something like this sell out so quickly? First of all, look at it. Look at your screen. Hit the rumble button. This thing is incredible. Uh, it's because of the affordability of this amazing senior-friendly mini chainsaw, which thousands of Americans are in love with, including producer Frankie, up the block. It can be operated with just one hand, and it can help trim your trees. Two times faster with much less effort. Mini Saw is the big tool company's worst nightmare. Big tool, Mitch McConnell. They have been trying to hide Mini Saw from the everyday consumer and have even banned it in big box retail shops. Big tool is threatened by this device and its potential to cut into profits. Update, the mini saw is on sale today with a 50% off and free shipping promotional discount to new customers. But you got to go to TACRITELFA.com, T-A-C-R-I-G-H-T, L-F-A, Lima Fox Alpha.com. You can check it out. It is the greatest thing. Look, I mean, Shakespeare reviewed it. Ralph A. Uh, we have a woman here. Ralph uh, A. Yeah, by the name of Cheryl M. She's a 41-year-old female and saw this is amazingly easy and enjoyable to use. She has fun with this mini saw. I was able to easily turn broken or Dead limbs from our a recent freeze into usable firewood. Definitely recommend. Five out of five stars. This thing is awesome, so check it out. Get in there, tackridelfa.com. All their information can be found in the show description right underneath uh, the show here on Rumble and on the Rumble app, so check it out. And all of our great sponsors who make LFA TV possible. So what's going on over in Stanford? All right, so Stanford, this is according to Fox News. Stanford, uh, and, and it's interesting. I mean, I'll tell you why this is interesting coming from Stanford. Because out of all the colleges... Stanford has a, a, a new institution called the Hoover Institution, which uh, which uh, houses many of the many of the more conservative members of of academia. Peter Robinson, he's a former speechwriter for Reagan. Thomas Sowell, the father of uh, modern conservative economic theory. Ion Hersey Ali, a true feminist. If you guys don't know Ion, uh, uh, you guys should look her up. She uh, escaped an arranged marriage in Somalia. She's an absolute hero. She's over at the Hoover Institute. Plenty of fantastic people. Now. Stanford has just released its guide to eliminate harmful language. 
It's harmful language guide now. What it's would, harmful language. Harmful language guide. You know, these things are so subjective because, like, what's harmful to you is probably not harmful to me. No, no. Wait till you. Wait till you they, these guys pull the muscle. I know the word homeless with, is on there. With some of the stresses. Stanford yeah. University published an index of harmful language it plans to eliminate from its school's website and computer code, offering terms to be used as replacements. The elimination of harmful language initiative was... Uh, was revealed in May. It is a multi-phase, multi-year project to address harmful language in IT at Stanford. Jesus According God. to a Fox News article, by the way, you the guide has 10 harmful language sections. Ableist, which is like if you made fun of John Fetterman because he was unable to do things, you're an ableist. Ageism, colonialism, culturally appropriative. I wonder if Elizabeth Warren is in there. Mm. Uh, Gender-based. Imprecise language, institutionalized racism, person-first, violent, and additional Mm. considerations. Now, among these words, the university urges people to avoid imprecise language in the section like American. People are to instead ask to use U.S. citizen because American typically refers to people from the United States only, thereby insinuating that the U.S. is the most important country in the Americas. The Americans, the Americas, just so you know, comprise 42 countries. Now, before we get going, I just want to be clear. Um, uh, it insinuates that America is the most important country in the Americas of the 42 countries. And the reason it insinuates that is because it is. Right. Yeah, 100%. I mean, look, if, if Costa Rica's upset, I, okay, does anyone else notice? I nah, don't think so. I don't, I don't, Other I don't terms think. deemed harmful in this section include abort, which is interesting, which offers the replacement of cancel or end because of moral concerns about abortion. Interesting, because like now you're going to say, what, you're canceling your pregnancy? Mm-hmm. Like you're, it's a subscription? You ready for this one? Child prostitute is to be replaced with a child who has been trafficked. So the person is not defined by just one characteristic. And, Karen, and my favorite. Karen. Karen is to be replaced with demanding or entitled white woman. Now, time out. I am now starting to believe that James Lindsay wrote this list. <laughs> yeah. Because this is something that he would do. Uh, this is something yeah, that he that, would this do. This does seem like a James... This, this smells like James Lindsay. <laughs> you know, and it's Stanford University, too. I'll, I'll be honest. I was with him all... I, was, I, I, I read it like 80 times. Like I think we were eating at the same time every day. He didn't mention anything, so we'll see. We'll see what else is there. Uh, uh, under the ableist section, the index urges people to use accessible parking instead of handicapped, died by suicide instead of committed suicide, an anonymous review instead of blind review. What the uh, hell is a blind because, review? Because the thing is, I guess if you're saying blind review, you're you're poking so, fun at the blind. So is that like on the voice when you do a blind audition? I guess. I guess. It also says that people should use unenlightened as a replacement for tone that, deaf. That's a sanctimonious thing to that, do. That's absurd. That is absolutely disgusting. You know what? They are unenlightened with this list. And a person with a substance abuse disorder rather than addict. I'm sorry, but at this point... They're going to be adding to the carbon tax with all this hot air that mm-hmm. we have to. We have to keep saying six words to say one word. It's just going to release more CO two into mm-hmm. the atmosphere. The index does not offer an alternative for brave under the culturally appropriate category, but rather cautions against using the word at all. This section also says that a person's that that people should use a person's name instead of chief or. Or po- what is that word? I told you she was in here. Pocahontas. There's Elizabeth Warren. Told you. That's ya. incredible. You know why they put that in there? 
Because Donald Trump calls Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas mm-hmm. because she culturally appropriated. She lied about her ancestry and her and her uh, her nationality to get a career at oh. a school like this. And uh, Pocahontas, are you ready for this? Remember word? what I endorsed her tribal chief. Are you, are you ready for this word salad? You're gonna love this one. I love word salads. In Come the on, gender-based have... section, Uh-oh. the index says that pronouns should be used instead of preferred pronouns because preferred suggests non-binary gender identity is a choice or a preference. It's not? I thought it was. I thought the whole deal was... That was what you wanted. I feel this way, therefore I choose to be referred to as this way. Now it's not a choice. It's so, all... okay, so we're back to they're born this way. Yes. Wow, how we move. The section further advises against using words like freshman, fireman, or congresswoman because the gender binary language does not include everyone. So fresh person, fire person, and congressperson? Yep. Or I guess congresswoman could be representative. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, insti- the institutionalized racism section says avoiding oh, using words on. like black hat, black mark, black sheep because of the negative connotation to the color black. Well, I mean, and I've done this before, uh, and I've done this on videos at Dunkin' Donuts. I would like a coffee of color. Can't say black. You ready for this? Can't you, say black. You ready for this stretch? Yeah. yeah. It also says uh, avoid using phrases like grandfathered. And use legacy status instead because of the roots in the oh. grandfather clause adopted by the southern states to deny voting rights to blacks. The index also advises against using language with violent words. These terms include beating a dead horse, pull the trigger, trigger warning, killing two birds with one stone. Well, it's no surprise that they're putting the word trigger in there because mm-hmm. leftists get triggered. It's an insult against them. Now, killing two birds with one stone is funny. Many of the many of the terms Just in the you. index offer longer alternatives for terms Kill two that birds, describe the person stone. with one characteristic. Yeah. These terms include replacing immigrant with a person who has immigrated. What's the difference? That's like it's like a person of color, but you can't say it the other that's way like around. Defi- yes, that's like defining words with the same words a, pr- a person of color or a colored person colored person is bad person of color is good it's the same thing it's literally the same thing prisoner a person who is slash was incarcerated okay and the kicker to end it all off we are no longer allowed to call them a homeless person they are a person without housing well done if this wasn't written by james Lindsay, it was written by the ghost of george carlin this is this is uh, these are words. Now, what happens if you say? Are you not allowed to say any of these words on campus? Like, if you say it, do you get like expelled? What happens? Uh, it's a. They're no longer going to be using them in their IT department, so it will not be on oh. any of their. Uh, so I see. So this is like a like an in the workplace mm-hmm. thing. So in other words, if the guy fixing the campus Wi-Fi goes, hand me that black cord. He gets fired. He gets fired. Even though he needs the black cord to turn the Wi-Fi back on. More importantly... You must hand me the cord of color. Stanford costs $55,000 a year. This is... $55,000 a year. You ready for this? Without room and board. And the room and board that you get there is like a closet. Yes. In Northern California. So, uh, well done, everyone. Really? Well that done, is, everyone. That is... That is... So you can't say homeless anymore. You have to say a person without a home. Yeah. This has got to be some... This has got to be like just some PhD student. Holden McGroin must have. Ben Dovier must have wrote ben that. Ben Dovier. Benjamin Dovier, otherwise known as Ben Dover, uh, must have wrote that. That's unbelievable. That is wild. $410 million for border security in the Middle East included in the omnibus spending bill we talked about on the Waste Report uh, that 250 
million dollars went to this exact same cause last year. So what's uh, what says uh, getting government spending? <laughs> under Amanda Collins says all, all cords are of color. Yes, uh, it's really, they don't make any white cords. No, there are some white cords. Like uh, the uh, oh, like, Apple's charging cord is a white cord. Right, That's because right, Apple yes. is a signal of white supremacy. Obviously, Absolutely. you know. Um, now, you know what else Apple's are used for? Right. Uh, in, according to f- the French, they put apples up the... Uh, the doctor said we are used to finding this. Up the uh, uh, the Kabusaruski. Do, 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 going up the back door. Uh, yeah. What the hell is that? That's Creedence Clearwater. Do, oh. do, do, looking out my back door. Yeah. Um, $1.7 trillion in the omnibus spending bill. Now, last year, Rand Paul highlighted the fact that $250 million were being spent on border walls and border security in the Middle East. So nothing says getting government spending under control, like adding $160 million to that total. Now, $410 million being sent over to uh, other countries in the Middle East. The spending bill includes a $410 million uh, enhancement to border security in Jordan, Lebanon, Egypt, Tunisia, and Oman. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man. At least $150 million of the funding is to be used to help Jordan secure its borders. Okay. Yeah. So, well, let I've... me just... Ex- I'm going to ask this question nicely. <laughs> yes. Okay. We have a border crisis. Mm-hmm. Now, Kamala Harris, up until, like yesterday, never acknowledged that there was a border crisis. She finally has acknowledged that there is a border crisis. How do we know she's done so? Because she blamed Republicans for the border crisis. So, oh yes, there's a crisis, but it's not our fault. It's their fault, which is what the left loves to do. Remember the cookie jar? Yes. They're holding the cookie? You stole a cookie. No, you did. No, you stole the cookie. You're literally holding... She's eating a hot dog now. Look at this. I'm hungry. There's nothing on it. Brennan just brings food... Into the studio, and then at random times just pulls it out of the bag. Pulls it out of the. It was pizza the other day, and there's never a way for anyone to judge what it's going to be. Can you please read me those countries again? Yeah, um, Jordan, okay, Egypt, Lebanon, Tunisia, and Oman. Okay, so this is interesting. (laughs) We're funding border walls around Jordan and Egypt. You know what's on the border of Jordan and Egypt? Israel. Israel. Oh, that's it. Got it. So now, so would we? I'm I'm curious to dig a little bit deeper into that because are we putting up a wall around Israel before we? Oh, they already have walls. They have the Iron Dome, and they have walls. But I mean, Syria, Saudi Arabia, and Iraq are also bordering Jordan. So maybe we're just gonna put it right here. What a weird cutout. Yeah. You know what that means? That means right in this area. All oil. oil. Yeah, that's what Saudi Arabia took. That's all oil. <laughs> the hundreds of millions of dollars for border security, uh, thousands of miles away from the U.S., comes after Republicans and Democrats negotiated a similar plan in March mm. that saw about $370 million go to border security initiatives in the Middle East and North Africa. So, uh, $250 million last year, $370 million. Another four hundred ten million. Can we just add those numbers together real quick? Yeah, absolutely. We, can we do? We, can we just we, do just the? Let's just we because absolutely we're, can. You, you know, can, you want to uh, you want to run that? By yeah. Me so let's do two hundred fifty million. There you go. No, no, no. Keep going. Keep it zero. Yep. That's twenty. That's two point five million. Two hundred fifty oh, million. Out of boy. Three hundred seventy million. Yep. Plus four hundred ten million. Okay, comes to one billion uh, thirty million. One billion thirty million. Okay, one point zero three 
billion dollars. Now we couldn't find. Three point six billion for the nine eleven families. Nope. We couldn't find a dollar for the southern border. But over the last year, we have spent over a billion dollars building walls elsewhere. El- walls, which, I, which, by the way, walls are racist. I thought they a were racist and b they didn't work. Yeah, right? walls, walls are racist. So they're racist. That's why we're building them amongst brown people in the Middle East. Yep. Okay, because they're racist. We're walling off browns. We're walling off brown people in the Middle East, right? That's what's happening. That's number one. Number two, they don't work. I heard they don't work. Walls are all, you know, haven't you ever heard of an airplane? You could just fly over the... Well, you got to buy a ticket for that. You can't just hang out in the landing gear, you know? So, like, walls don't work. Walls are racist. So is that why we're spending over a billion dollars on walls in the Middle East? Because they're going to upset these people and they don't work? Someone's got to explain Someone this. Someone has me. to explain it how how this works. And no one's going to explain it. That's why this earmark process is ridiculous. These omnibus packages. Oh, I'm packages. sorry. In June of last year, Congress authorized nearly a billion dollars in border security initiatives from Middle Eastern and North African countries. So now we're at $2 billion. So now we're at $2 billion. Meanwhile, President Joe Biden's administration is projected to oversee a $2.6 million uh, border crossers and illegal aliens. Uh, two, I'm sorry, not million dollars. Oversee 2.6 million border crossers and illegal aliens arriving at the U.S.-Mexico border next year, a figure that would eclipse this year's total of about 2.3 million encounters. If the projections pan out, some six. Point nine million border crossers and illegal aliens will have been apprehended at the border since 2021 to 2023 under Biden. Now, those are just the people that were apprehended. We don't know yeah. about the gotaways, the ones that evaded, getting caught. This is a foreign population, just 2 million people short of New York City's resident population. So That's... almost all of New York City has crossed into the United States in two years. How many was that? Uh, six point nine million. Six point nine million. Yes, six point nine million. million. So let's list off the countries that that is bigger than. That's now. bigger than Lebanon, which we just built a wall around. Which we just built. That is bigger than the entire. Well, this is interesting. It's bigger than the entire population of El Salvador, nice. which makes sense because right. every time we gain one, they lose one. Correct. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, bigger than Norway. Bigger than Costa Rica. Bigger than Denmark. Bigger than Finland. Bigger than Oman. We just paid for a wall around it. Bigger than Liberia. Bigger than Ireland. Bigger than New Zealand. New too. Zealand, Croatia. Yep. Uh, let's see. But but any other good ones? It's bigger than the population of Sydney, Australia. Yeah, it's a currently more, currently twice as much, twice twice as many people as in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Des- Big mosquito. All right, so let's see. Uh, let's just go. I just want to enjoy my burrito. Let's go through here. So you said there were 6.9 million that have come in. With a bowl of my scoops, Tostitos. 6.9 million that have come in. So let's say another million have come in. And a bag of nacho Doritos. Or another 2 million. <laughs> more than Israel, more than Switzerland, more than Austria. Yeah. If a third extra are gotaways. Oof. More than Sweden. That is unbelievable. More than Sweden. So the entire country of Sweden yeah. has crossed, well, not the actual Swedish people, but the equivalent of the entire country of Sweden has crossed the southern border. Yep. More than Hong Kong. More, More than, than Hong Kong. More than Israel. China. Ah, it's unbelievable. Which, in case anyone's curious, Hong Kong is a country. Oh. That'll upset all the all the uh, CCP activists. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't know. Every time I talk about foreign policy, I get somebody else mad. I don't care. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. No. Because first off, A, I know more about foreign policy than you. It 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 thinks it is. It thinks it's a it's a separate entity, self governing from... entity from China. Yeah, China doesn't believe so. China, but uh, China and uh, Hong Kong and Taiwan both believe that they are 
that they want to be separate from China, which I can understand. I get it. China, you know, um, sucks. Yeah, a lot. Zero COVID policy they're going for. Not anymore. Now they're saying, so now what they're doing, instead of going zero COVID, you know what they're doing now? Guess what they're doing now? Because, you know, they lost control with zero COVID, right? Yeah. They said, we're going to roll these back. Vaccine mandates. Of course. Because we all knew that was a way to control the people. They're pushing the vaccines on their people now. Hello? 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 No, seriously. That's the play. That's why the Biden administration always says, you know, we believe China's a model. Oh, the, the, the WHO, China's a model. Anthony Fauci, they did a, Durant, a great job with COVID. Really? They released it. Like, you know, they created yeah, it. Oh, no, they it. did a great job with it. Oh, yeah. They did a great job creating it, manufacturing it, releasing it on the world, lying about it, killing a couple million people. Now you're watching China go and, and base their measures mm-hmm. of controlling the spread off of us. Off of us. Because we have done such a great job. Well, we haven't, though. We are on, I don't know what they were on, 1,010 of 15 days to slow the spread, okay? Now, all I'm going to say right now is if the lockdowns worked, why are we still seeing COVID? If the mask worked, why are we still seeing COVID? If the vaccine worked, why are we still seeing the spread? It was supposed to stop the spread. Then it was, no, that's not what vaccines Mm. do. That's not what vaccine. Well, yes, it is. Flat the curve. Because if 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 the polio vaccine was as effective as the COVID vaccine, it, there'd be a lot of people in this country with polio. Yep. I had somebody on Twitter because you know the Washington Post put that study out that said fifty eight percent of COVID deaths are from vaccinated people. They yeah. go, well, of course they are. There's more vaccinated people than unvaccinated. <laughs> but hold on a second. That would mean there should be. People sick with polio all over the place because more Americans are vaccinated against polio than aren't. I've never met a person in my life who got a who got a slight case of polio. No, I don't know anybody who's got a, just a little bit of rubella. Second of all, we hear about the vaccine. We are told, and the White House said this recently: COVID boosters would prevent every COVID death going forward. Yep, every single one. Every one of them. So that means that anybody who gets that booster should not, cannot, will not die. Then why are the majority of people who are dying from this virus people with the vaccines? I get it. There are a there is a greater number of people who have the vaccines than don't have it. I'm not arguing that. I'm saying they got the vaccine under the assumption and the pretense that getting the vaccine would keep them alive. Mm-hmm. It isn't keeping them alive. You can no longer say that vaccines save lives. Some vaccines save lives. The ones that work save lives. But the ones that don't do not save lives lives because a large number of people who got the vaccine and got sick are still dying. And it's important to understand that if they would have just come out and been honest with it from the beginning and said, look guys, this is a preventative measure, much like much like a flu shot, we suggest you get it. I bet you the numbers would be higher. Oh, yeah, I bet the you. numbers would be way higher. But it, because they went, they had to go full bore and go, guys, if you get this, you will not die. And we were all like, really? Like, are you sure? And these people that are arguing the statistics argument with me going, well, you know what? Uh, a greater percentage of the unvaccinated are dying. Well, I'll take statistics and say, okay, hold on. Smaller sample size. So, of course, it's going to be a greater percentage. Yeah. If five out of ten who are unvaccinated die, that's 50%. And then if, you know, if but if 200 out of 200,000 
vaccinated. I mean, I get it. Yeah, but, no, what, but those aren't the numbers that we're look, looking at. They can't use the percentage argument because the percentage argument makes the raw data null and void. Right. If it was if it was one person with the disease has died and zero people without it have died. Right. Like that. That's raw data. Right. But if you say percentage, then it doesn't matter. Your batting average is what your batting average right. is. And we look whether at whether you've been up, whether you've you know been up four hundred times in a season or whether you've been up two hundred times in a we're season. We're looking at. How many people, this is what the Washington Post, how many people had COVID and died and what percentage of those had the vaccine and didn't? And currently 58% in August had the vaccine and still died. It's not what I want. I want to be wrong about this. I want Mm -hmm. to see it all go away. I'm tired of it. But we're seeing those numbers anyway. That's the fact. Those are the facts there, folks. And it's going up. It's been trending up since since last year. And it's not going to stop going up because more and more people are getting this. Yeah. And the fact is is that I'm just over here all totally pure. pure, pure Pure-blooded. Pure-blooded. And and, alive with a small little heart. Yep. With regular size. I don't need my heart broken again. That's right. Anyway, 1056, let's uh, wrap this bad boy up. Head over to uh, loudmajorityus.com. Promo code CHRISTMAS, 20% off everything in the shop. We'll be back tomorrow here, rumble.com slash LFA TV. Thank you for the support, the love, and uh, for joining the show today. Uh, remember, if you want, I guess call your representatives. Let them know that you don't want to see this thing get passed. Do what you can uh, because we have to take a stand against it or else we're just going to keep watching mm-hmm. inflation get out of control. We're going to keep watching spending continue to to just just snowball into something into a country where we are unrecognizable we are now the united states of ukraine we're sending money to them we're not helping our own people and it's a disgrace thanks for watching thanks for listening uh remember to check out the website lfatv.us loudmajorityus.com rumble.com slash loudmajorityus subscribe there rumble.com slash lfatv subscribe here hit the rumble button on the way out and as always we uh, tell you to stop complying with any unlawful mandates and madness if you still live in a place where those things exist and as we always say when we close out the show Stay loud.